In today's episode, the only content warning is my foul mouth. Hi, I'm Dr. Robin Watts, a foul-mouthed, keep-it-real clinical psychologist. Welcome to Not a Floating Head, a podcast focusing on entertaining topics involving psychology. The name of the podcast came about based on something I've said a million fucking times to medical doctors that I've worked with. The patient's symptoms cannot be all in their head. I've never had a floating head come in for therapy. What happens in your mind is going to affect your body, and what happens to your body is going to affect your mind. Your head is attached to your body. You are not a floating head. Thanks for joining me. Put on your adventuring pants and away we go. If you're living in New Zealand or Australia and are looking for a psychologist and think I might be a good fit for you, please reach out to me at notafloatinghead at gmail.com to schedule a free 20-minute consultation. You can also follow me at Not a Floating Head on Instagram for more mental health tips, inspirational messages, or just funny things to brighten your mood. Thanks so much, and let's get on with today's adventure. Welcome back, lovelies. I apologize for the delay in getting this episode out, but some great things are happening that I'd like to share with you. First, due to an amazing response to the first two episodes, I've got some awesome professionals that I'm working with to get scheduled to interview on the show. It's just a matter of getting schedules aligned, but that will be something to look out for in the very near future. Second, I've had a great question come through from a listener, which is driving today's episode. Their question is, how do I know when I'm ready to come out and or what's the best way to come out? This is an excellent question because like in the previous episode, there isn't a one size fits all approach, but there are some important things to consider before coming out as LGBTQI+. Just a note, Even though today's episode will be focused on the person who is coming out, and you may feel this topic isn't relevant to you, it's healthy and beneficial for us to learn about others' experiences so that we may be an educated ally and supporter. Okay, first, congratulations on becoming firm enough or comfortable enough in your identity and or sexual orientation to move on to the next step of sharing this with others. I can only imagine that this isn't the easiest process for most people in this situation. However, it is the first step because you can't live your truth until you've found your truth. So I think it's important not to minimize or blow past this monumental time in your life. Have pride in yourself because you've successfully looked inside and instead of drowning in the sea of negative voices telling you who and how you should be, you've come up for air and are proudly riding your rainbow-colored surfboard to the Island of Misfit Toys. If you don't get the Island of Misfit Toys reference, fuck you, you're too young and we'll just have to Google it. (laughs) My old ass stands by this reference. But seriously, it's amazing that you've gotten to this point. You've learned something important about yourself and now you'd like to start sharing your beautiful self with others. There are a lot of different reasons why someone chooses to come out. Maybe they're ready to start dating and want close friends and family members to know. Maybe they don't want people making assumptions about them or gossiping. They're tired of hearing other people use stereotypes or negative labels. Or they feel like they're living a lie or not acting true to themselves and want to feel accepted for who they really are. Though you may feel relief that you are going to start living your truth, this can be a very scary and unsettling time. How will people react? Is it safe to come out? Will the people I tell spread this very personal information to people I prefer didn't know? 
There is no right or wrong way to come out, and you can even decide not to go through a big song and dance. But if you'd like to have a more official coming out, there are some things to consider that can improve your experience. First and foremost is to consider your safety. Unfortunately, despite my cute title of this episode, coming out isn't always a party and doesn't always go according to our hopes and plans. As much as I wished we lived in a world where I didn't have to discuss safety, the cold hard truth is that it may be important for you to prepare a backup plan for housing, food, school, and or transportation just in case. Your safety and well-being are always top priority. Next step is to consider who in your life supports and encourages you and you can be yourself around. It can be immensely helpful to be able to practice your coming out with someone you can count on for support. Think about people in your life who would support you no matter what. Some questions to ask yourself are, who do I feel safe with? Who do I feel comfortable sharing about my life with? Who in my life has my back no matter what? Who in my life builds up my confidence? Supportive people could be anything from real life and online friends or classmates, team members, school club members, online communities, teachers, counselors, doctors, coworkers, family members, caretakers, parents, siblings, cousins, psychologists, neighbors, etc., etc. Some questions to think about when planning ahead are how do I want to come out to them? Text, email, phone, or in person? It's absolutely okay to choose an option other than in person. What would I say to someone I want to come out to? What would I expect them to say? Is there a way I would want to prepare prior to coming out? It can be important to consider the range of reactions people may have, including the good, the bad, and everything in between. When a family member of mine came out to our grandmother, her response was, well, he may be a little funny, but we'll love him no how. While the he may be a little funny wasn't the best response, this was her way of affirming that she was supportive and loved him. This brings me to my next point. It has been my experience when supporting friends and patients through this process that it's not uncommon for the people you think will be the most supportive actually end up being the most closed-minded. And the people you think will be the most judgmental and closed off are actually the most supportive. For example, someone I was supporting was shocked when their mother who identifies as lesbian was not supportive of their trans identity and their conservative father who worked as a police officer was open and asked supportive questions. Speaking of supportive questions, you may want to be prepared to answer questions and talk about stereotypes. It's okay to not have all the answers. It is not your job or responsibility to be the expert on your identity or identities. It's also okay to not answer questions. You don't owe anyone any information that you aren't comfortable sharing. Okay, some additional questions to consider before coming out to people are, what are some of the good responses I may hear? What are some of the bad responses I may hear? What do I expect their reactions will be based on what I know about the person I'm sharing with? How do I want them to react? Keep in mind that other people's reactions can be quite varied and it's important to be patient. Some people may need time to process this information because they aren't sure what would be an appropriate response. It could be helpful in a situation like this to say, I understand this may be a lot for you and we don't have to talk about it right this second. Just let me know when you're ready. If the person you've told reacts negatively, then you can decide if it's safe and appropriate to stay and talk it out or leave. You are never obliged to stay in an unsafe situation. 
Okay, so now you're probably asking, how can I tell how someone might react to this information? Well, figuring out how people feel about LGBTQ plus people and topics may give you an idea about how they might possibly react. However, as previously noted, please note that this isn't always accurate. But if you want to test the waters, then you can try asking how they feel about an LGBTQ plus celebrity, asking how they feel about marriage equality, Listen to their words. Do they put down LGBTQ plus people? Do they invoke stereotypes? Next thing to consider is timing. There's no perfect time to come out. In fact, the best time will probably change depending on who you want to tell. I think it's safe to say that while there's no perfect time, there are some times when it wouldn't be the most appropriate, such as when you're arguing with someone or you can tell they're not in the best headspace for this sort of conversation. It's important and helpful to wait for a time when the person you tell feels relaxed, open, and willing to listen. Some questions to help you narrow down sometimes are, what works best for me? What time of day feels like a good time to share? What time of year feels like a good time to share? What time works best for the person I want to come out to? Now that you've considered some times, you'll need to start thinking about the location and or locations that would work best for coming out. Like timing, there's no perfect place to come out, but some places might be safer or more comfortable for you than others. Questions that can help with this are, would I rather be in a private or public space? Does home feel like a safe place to talk? Where would we both be comfortable talking? Is there a location special to me and the person with whom I'm talking? Next to consider is school. While coming out at school can be a great way for some to connect with other LGBTQ classmates, the unfortunate truth is that it can also be an unsafe space for many people. If you are thinking about coming out at school, make sure to keep your safety and wellness in mind. You may want to make a safety plan for school if you feel like this may be warranted. Some helpful questions could be, how would being out at school make me feel? Who would I want to share with at school? Are there supportive faculty members, counselors, teachers, or adults at my school? Is there a gender and sexuality alliance or similar club slash community that I feel comfortable attending? Are there anti-bullying rules that protect LGBTQ students that are enforced? Enforced is the key word there, lovelies. Okay, I know this episode has given you heaps to think about prior to your initial coming out, but take a deep breath. because unfortunately, coming out isn't a one and done. You will find yourself throughout your life in various situations, such as work, meeting new friends, etc., in which you may have to consider some of these questions again and again. However, hopefully you will have become more comfortable in your identity and will have found your community and gained some amazing friends, making each step along the way that much easier. As you can tell by this episode, there is a lot that people have to consider just because their sexual orientation or identity isn't considered the norm. Though it may be uncomfortable to admit, having a heterosexual identity by default is a privilege because no one in the history of human beings has had to think this much about how their friends and family will react to them being attracted to the opposite sex. I bet you money. There has never been a bro in a locker room hiding his nudie pics of women and fearing that his buddies will find out that he likes vagina. Okay, 
on that note, my lovelies, as always, I hope this episode has been educational and helpful. I utilized heaps of resources online for this episode and we'll put them in the show notes. In particular, the trevorproject.org was my main resource for the questions in this episode. The last but most important note I want to say today is that if people don't react the way you hope when coming out, please know that this does not reflect on the realness of your identity and there is nothing wrong with you. You deserve to be accepted and embraced with open arms, care, and love. If you're living in New Zealand or Australia and are looking for a psychologist and think I might be a good fit for you, please reach out to me at notafloatinghead at gmail.com to schedule a free 20-minute consultation. You can also follow me at notafloatinghead on Instagram for more mental health tips, inspirational messages, or just funny things to brighten your mood. I hear you, Cha-Cha. You like to be on the podcast, I know. Cha-Cha, you've already come out. This is for in support of other people who are coming out. Re-record. Because no one in the history of human beings has had to think... Cha-Cha? Yeah. I know. Mommy's getting to the good part. I'm almost finished. Can you please let me finish? I'm just gonna wait on Cha-Cha because he really, really, really wants to be part of this episode. Now that you've considered some times, you'll need... Cha-cha, I swear to God. (laughs) I know you're out and proud, but can I please get back to my episode? Okay, re-record again. Oh, cha-cha! Cha-cha! I affirm your identity, I love you, and accept you for who you are. Can you please stop asking for attention? Okay, re-record.